listening to a condensed degeneration podcast. This is about Uber driving. What is it like to be an Uber driver in a major metropolitan area? Well, if you've ever seen uh, the movie Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, that's that's kind of what it's like, but with more traffic. And you're not looking for crime, you're just looking for fares. Um, there's a reason if you get in a cab why most of the drivers seem just kind of like cold and everything and drive around like they're their hair's on fire because they're trying to drop you off as quick as possible and then troll around for their next fare, you know? Um, and that's what Uber's like, except with an app that goes off whenever someone that wants to get in a stranger's car is available in your area. And then you get a you get an interesting mix of people. Um, if you go later at night, there's a lot of drunks or people on, you know, awkward first dates and things like that, or people running late for first... I cut off there before as my Uber app went off, so I took a gentleman for a little st- stroll there, a little ride in my automobile and my Ford Focus, and he was very gentle with me afterwards. Alright, so back to the Uber experience. Basically, you're letting strangers in your car, and if you're, if you're taking Uber, you're getting in a stranger's car who is virtually unlicensed to drive you around. Um, they do very minimal research into you um, because they want as many drivers on the road as possible to just basically cut into the cab industry which is becoming obliterated by uh, by the, uh, the ease of this app to put you in a stranger's car as quickly as possible uh, one giant upside of, of the company is that it, it employs the virtually unemployable as long as they have a, a car and a driver's license, which is great. I'm not sure if they check into DUIs uh, extensively. I was fortunate enough to never have one of those. You know. And I will never will, which is great for me as well as for Uber, I suppose. Um, one other a great thing about the app is it's allowing people to live in, say, sprawling areas like the D.C. area or uh, L.A., example that are otherwise it's just a fucking nightmare to get around in if you don't have a car and although it's still going to be expensive getting that big ride across town you know you you can do it you don't have to move to LA without a car and experience the public transportation system to the say to the degree I did like having drifters blow snot rockets on on recent immigrants uh, while railing about uh, Darth Vader so I don't know if he thought that the immigrants were Darth Vader incarnate or, or what, but you know, I basically had to dodge a snot rocket one time. Another time I was punched in the face on an L.A. city bus. That was fun. Had a had a shiner for about a week and a, a great story that doesn't feel so great anymore. Uh, looking back, uh, also was threatened by another uh, another drifter type who had a had a little like a flute case or something who knows what the fuck was in that flute case could have been a syringe could have been a gun could have been an actual flute or you know a Jodeci cassette tape who the fuck knows but I didn't know he was threatening me uh, basically putting all the problems of white America into this innocent boy on a bus and that was fun and the bus driver threatened him with his own gun so that was a great time 
Um, so yeah, Uber, you're probably saving lives by not only getting drunks off the road, but uh, helping people with dreams escape reality by not having them go on city buses. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to not have anyone puke in my car, though I came close. Uh, I was uh, working on Valentine's Day, which sounds like it's a very hookery thing to say, um, just cruising around, taking fares, and I closed the night off about 2, 2.30 a.m., um, I went to a, an anime, pick up a couple people from an anime convention. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get a couple guys with, like, a gaggle of Hello Kitty girls, and it's going to be interesting, you know. And instead, it's just two sad, like, 23-year-old guys, uncostumed, one of which had to be a kid had to be wheeled into my car. And at first, I'm like, oh, shit, this handicapped kid is going to fucking throw up in my car. But, no, he wasn't actually handicapped, just so drunk that they had to wheel him out of the hotel. Um, they gave him a bag, which is great, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he was going to puke everywhere. But, no, I was very fortunate. I'm a very fortunate, blessed boy. And he just dry heaved into the... Some people, you know, tend to complain through the app that, you know, if a driver doesn't know where the fuck he's going, well, yeah, no shit. We're not cab drivers. Um, some people are former cab drivers that are smart enough to switch uh, switch jobs, lease a car, and, uh, and do this instead of driving their cab around. Uh, they're more liable to make more money, and it's it's still a grind, but it's less of a grind. Anything's a grind, really. I mean, everyone works for a living, or the rest of us scrape by, and which is, you know, a form of work in itself. Um, but yeah, they use complaints about, hey, he doesn't know the city, or like, wow, this guy's a douchebag, or something, that didn't happen to me yet, but give it time. Um, I haven't got any accidents, you know, fingers crossed here, but I just, like, kind of, half the time, just have an eye on where the GPS is, so really, you gotta be careful if you're getting an Uber, because, you know, you don't know much about them, and they probably don't know where they're going. Um, yeah. Uh, one positive little feedback I got once was like, oh, he was very cute and stuff, and, you know, at the time I think, oh, it must have been that uh, attractive girl and her friend I dropped off at the at the bowling alley on the army base, but then very quickly right afterwards, I was like, no, it was definitely those those two 40-something-year-old men who uh, were talking about triathlons. It was probably them, and I'm probably correct about that. Um, I, had a, I had someone that was that, nah, not so attractive kind of slurring like hey, you're too pretty for this you're too pretty to do this which is that's great uh, I guess that's nice feedback they're like saying something that is beneath you just based on your looks because everyone likes hearing that um, so I guess if that's kind of like a cat calling I, I guess I know a tiny shred of what that feels like now in a workplace because technically my Ford Focus is my workplace and I was sexually harassed, and not in a good way. Um, I know that people tell stories about hooking up with their Uber drivers or their Uber passengers. Like, no, none of that. No, that's not going to happen. Um, I don't really want that to happen, really. I mean, plus you don't get any extra money for it. And what if you, uh, what if you bang somebody or get banged by 
your driver or whatever, and you get downrated based on your your performance. Who can live with that, really? You know, we we have to stand by our star performance because it actually influences how many requests you get and everything. I think they can technically fire you based on your star thing. I mean, so you could get in an accident and flip a car over, and someone could still give five stars because they want to bang you. So that's not really an issue. But the uh, the star count, you know. If money makes the world go round, star count makes the universe go round, so. It's like clicking like on a, on a, a to get in a Tinder match or whatever else has replaced real social interaction in this world. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd give the experience a two stars out of the five possible Uber stars, because essentially, right now, I'm driving around talking to myself while waiting for an app to go off, so. That's fun. I hope you're enjoying this, and if you have any suggestions on things I can do while Uber driving, I will be uh, happy to implement those. I've considered using uh, accents to, you know, freak them out, because I think that would be fun. I mean, mostly they get freaked out if you don't know where the fuck you're going, which, you know, maybe a third of the time that happens. Um, but the rest of the time, it's pretty good, and I, I mask it with with whatever charm I can implement. Um, additionally, the back right door of my focus doesn't really work. It's got child lock on it. I'm not really the most technical person, so I don't know how to rectify that. Um, I suppose I could get the manual out, but I don't really know where that is. Or how to read. So I will not be doing that. So every time I just say that, oh, it's uh, it's jammed. I have my niece in the car and you know, yeah, they have the child lock on, and it's it's uh, it's jammed. And now my niece has never been in this car. And who knows if my brother and sister-in-law will uh, will will trust me with that uh, glorious responsibility to transport their beloved child, child children's childs. Um, but yeah, I'll be happy to implement any suggestions that you guys have and enhance the Uber experience for my my passengers. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy your Uber riding and uh, banging of drivers or vomiting in in their cars. They're people too, but, you know, technically you're in a cab, so fuck it, right? All right, you guys take care. Be safe out there. Bye now.